You're listening to the podcast, Making Monumental Moves, where you'll gain the information and insight to excel in your career and get your dream job. Peter Clark is an entrepreneur and the CEO of Making Monumental Moves. He has leveraged over a decade of hiring and business experience to give you the tools for professional and personal success. Here's your host, CEO and business professional, Peter Clark. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. My name is Peter Clark, and this is episode three, How to Pass a Phone Screen. If you've listened to episode one and two, you know how to write a resume, prepare your LinkedIn profile, and how to start applying for jobs and the best way to go about doing that. Once you've applied for the job, then it's time to get a callback from the company. Usually it's a recruiter and they're going to call you up and they're going to do an initial phone screen. So they're just going to see your resume. If it's a good resume and they think it fits the job description, they're going to give you a call back and they're going to do a quick phone screen. Usually these are five to 15 minutes just to see if you have all the basic requirements that they're looking for in terms of location, compensation, interest, basic experience. A lot of candidates or people that are looking for a job or applicants will overlook this part of the process because they think it's just a quick phone call to schedule an interview when really it's the initial interview and it's just a quick interview to see if you have all those basic criteria that they're looking for to move forward with the interview. So in the last episode, I mentioned that you don't want to apply to too many jobs. And one of the reasons is once you apply to the jobs that you're interested in, And if you've applied to a lot of them and you start getting callbacks from companies, then you're not going to remember all the jobs and the roles that you apply to. Very often, I will call up a candidate that's applied to the job. They have a great resume. It fits the job description. It seems like they're what I'm looking for based on what they wrote on their resume. So I'll call them up and I'll introduce myself. I'll explain the company I'm calling from, and they'll not be aware or remember that they applied to the job or they'll not be that familiar with the company. So this is a really bad way to start. So that's one of the reasons why I said be selective, apply to a few, and then remember which jobs you applied for. Now, if you've applied to, let's say, nine or 10, write the jobs down and when you applied and keep track of it. That way, when you do get a call back from an employer, from a company, you can identify the job and the specific role that you applied for so you can start off on the right foot. So once you've applied to the jobs that you're interested in, you'll start getting callbacks from the company, from the recruiters working on the roles, and they will either call you up to schedule a future phone screen or interview, or they will email you to schedule time to do that phone screen slash phone interview. So make sure that you set aside some time that you know you're going to be available so that other things are not going to interfere with that scheduled time. Because it always is a bad sign if a candidate has to reschedule a phone interview. So just make sure that you're not going to have any meetings that pop up or any other issues that arise. So if the recruiter says the interview is going to take 15 minutes, make sure that you set aside 30 minutes. So make sure you find an optimal time that you know you're going to be available and don't put it off too much. Try to do it as soon as possible. A couple days after the initial contact is probably the best time to do the first phone screen. It's really important to prepare for the phone interview or phone screen. Take some time before the interview and research the company, research the role, go on the company's website, their social media, find out what they're about, find out what their mission statement is, research the role specifically, get a really good idea of what they're looking for, and then prepare talking points on how you're going to explain why you're the best fit for the role. Now, remember the phone interview, the main goal is just to get the in-person interview. You're not trying to get an offer over the phone because that's not going to happen. 
But really what you want to do is just show that you're qualified and competent enough to do the role to get that next step, which is the in-person interview. So do research, know about the company if possible, and you can get the name of the person that's going to be doing the phone screen, look them up on LinkedIn, get an idea of their background, maybe bring up one talking point like, hey, I saw on your LinkedIn that you're interested in this or that, or you worked at this company and try to bring up one point of commonality. If someone does this too much, then it becomes a little awkward and honestly a little bit creepy, but a quick search on LinkedIn and one point of commonality is perfectly fine and it shows your level of interest. Bring up some of the things that you saw on the company's website and social media and maybe say, oh, I saw that you guys are interested in doing volunteer work. I noticed that you do this. That's something I'm interested in as well. So that's a great way, an icebreaker to build a relationship with the recruiter. And then you can kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the interview and really dive deep on your experience. But don't talk too much. Give time for the recruiter to ask you questions because that's what they're going to be looking to do. The phone interview, the phone screen is they have usually a set amount of questions that they're going to want to get to. So answer those questions succinctly and then be able to move on once you've completely answered the question. Don't really belabor it and go on and on and on because they already know that they're interested in you. Your resume has the details and skill sets that they're looking for. So you should have those. And really, they're assessing your personality. Can you communicate well? Do you seem upbeat and energetic and motivated? Are you detail-oriented? And they're going to assess that through some quick questions. And then they're going to say, are you good at the location? Are you good at the company? What's the compensation range you're looking to be in? One of the big ones is why you're looking to make a move. So just be prepared with the answers for all those basic questions and just answer those really quickly. And then usually a good recruiter will allow time for you to answer questions. So that's the next thing you need to prepare. In addition to preparing and learning about the company, the role, the person that might be doing the phone interview, the next thing that you need to prepare is questions that you're going to ask. Now, you can ask a few basic questions, but usually those will be answered by the recruiter asking you the question like the compensation, location, things like that. So really, you probably want to keep your questions limited and short. So I like to just do three questions. So if you come up with three basic questions to ask the recruiter just to show your level of interest, to maybe get some of those key issues, because it might not be a good fit for you. While the recruiter is trying to see if you're a good fit for the role in the company, you should really be thinking, is this role and company a good fit for me? And if it's not, then you need to be prepared to walk away. But three basic questions should be able to allow you to see if it is a good fit for you, because you've done the research on the role, you've read the job description, you've applied to it, you've researched the company. So most of those things should already be answered for you. So just prepare three basic questions to ask the recruiter. And one I like to ask is after everything's said and done, the interviews come to an end, my last question is usually, what kind of person would be good for this role? Then the recruiter will explain to you one to three skills or competencies that they're looking for. And by asking that question, it allows you to address those things and say, well, something we didn't get a chance to talk about is I do have experience in this thing or that thing or that skill set or that competency. And just reinforce that you are the person for the job. You are a great fit for the role. And then as you're parting, you can maybe follow up with what are the next steps in the process if the recruiter has not already explained that. But most likely they will have explained that. But if they haven't, then you say, what are the next steps? So you can show that you are interested in coming in for an in-person interview. Also, remember, as you set aside time and you make sure you have an appropriate time scheduled, make sure that you are an appropriate place. Make sure you're somewhere that is free of noise, has no distractions. I would recommend not trying to do a phone interview or phone screen when you're trying to watch your kids or you're trying to watch TV or there's noise in the background or while you're driving. 
Sometimes people will try to do a phone interview while you're driving. Obviously, that's not safe. So I will tell them, why don't you park? And once you've stopped operating a vehicle, then give me a call back. So make sure that you are somewhere free. There's no background noise. Don't do it in a mall or somewhere loud. So if you're doing it on lunch break, just don't do it inside a restaurant or anything like that. Make sure you're somewhere where you can speak freely, that you could talk at an appropriate level, and that there's going to be nothing distracting you. And there's going to be no background noise distracting the person doing the interview. And my last bit of advice is to say thank you. At the end of the interview, everything's wrapped up and you're saying goodbye. Just say, thank you. I really appreciate your time in reaching out to me and your interest. And I look forward to hearing from you again. Then after the phone calls ended later that day or the next day, send a thank you email. So make sure you get the person's email. If you don't already have it, you can send a thank you message on LinkedIn as well, but I would prefer to do it through an email. So if you don't have their email, ask for the email. Follow up with a very short, simple thank you email addressing that you appreciate their time, potentially send them an updated resume so they have it at their fingertips to forward it to the hiring manager. Tell them you look forward to coming in for an interview and speaking more about your background and learning about the company and meeting face-to-face. Thank yous really go a long way. So I would like to say thank you to all the listeners of the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. I really appreciate the support from everybody. This was episode three, how to pass a phone screen or phone interview. And remember, the main goal of it is to get the in-person interview. Have a great week. Next week, we're going to talk about how to prepare for the in-person interview. Thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at PeterClark3M for daily tips and inspiration for making monumental moves in your career. And visit our website at makingmonumentalmoves.com.